Today on Gamerhead Radio, out with the old and in with the old. Nintendo's new sellout console is doing much better than the PlayStation 4 Pro. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Welcome to episode 193 of Gamerhead Radio. I am Charlie Technotronicorn Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am definitely not retweeting stuff on social media, goat. <laughs> Lies. Um, uh, so, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just the two of us tonight because John is off doing his, uh, well, I was, about, I was about to say adulting stuff, but he's, he's doing school things. So I'm not sure if that qualifies as adulting things. I see, but, I don't um, think he's doing that. The picture he put up on social media, I think he's running for Senate just a couple days later. <laughs> Yeah, John in a suit is, um, I mean, like an actual suit, Pol- not like a... Political. Like a- it's very political looking. I mean, he's not political, but he looks like it could be like, ah, vote for me. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, but yeah, no, uh, John in a in an in a actual suit, not a villain suit, is still something I, it's, I don't know why it strikes my eyes as odd, but it does. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, he's, he's off doing uh, uh, more Stuff. productive things for himself than this. And I don't mean that to be as a slight. I'm saying like he's actually doing important stuff for himself. So that's good. Um, be, uh, but yeah, so it's just gonna be uh, gonna be the, the 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 unicorn and the goat tonight. I think we already have a show title. Um, well, but uh, yeah. but uh, goat. So how you doing, man? How you been? I'm uh, I'm good. I'm uh, getting back to well, in quotations, normal life because I don't have one of those. But uh, back in the studio and I'll you know back to back to normal for me. Back in the studio, back to working 80, 90 hours a week and. Hiding in a in a very dark room away from the world. What about you? <laughs> um, well, you know, um, I'm still sort of in Ciderfest recovery. Um, just um, you know, dealing with all the post mortem stuff that you have to do after con, like the surveys and the um, you know, the follow up stuff, and just making sure all the bills get paid, all the checks get written, all that fun stuff. And um, um, yeah, the, uh, but no, aside from that, the most exciting thing that I did this last week is I went to the, um, uh, festival of barrel aged beer, uh, twice. Um, if you're not uh, into beer or not in the Chicagoland area, you may or may not know about this. This is the yearly, um, uh, beer festival put on the Illinois, um, craft brewers guild, um, that they have at the UIC forum downtown. Um, it is a, uh, it's, uh, as you might guess from the title, it features only beers that have been, um, aged. Um, in some sort of barrel, uh, typically formally having some sort of other liquor in it, like whiskey or bourbon or gin or any tequila, anything really. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, no, it um, it was it was fantastic. I, I went two years ago; was my first time going uh, with my father, and we. It's definitely one of the best, both in terms of just the variety and and deliciousness of uh, beers that you get to try. Um, also, because the a lot, a lot of people. A lot of people will bring a lot of um, one-offs and like rare and rare things that you cannot try anywhere else. Um, in addition, because it's a Chicago-based thing, Goose Island they have their yearly Bourbon County release, their Bourbon Barrel Age Stout, which is uh, you know generally highly regarded, and um, they always preview them um, at uh, at Fobab. Um, this so we got I got to try uh, most of the Bourbon County variants that are coming out in two weeks. On Black Friday, so it's uh, it's always a fun opportunity for that, and they have ciders and meads and like all all sorts of things. But um, 
Uh, yeah, so uh, this year we went twice um, on Friday. Uh, Michelle and I went with some of our friends from Satterfest, Corey and Lucy. And then on Saturday, we went with my father again. And um, um, yeah, of the approximately 400 beers that are there to try, um, Michelle and I each managed to get in across both days, um, four hours, so eight hours total, we managed to try in the ballpark of, I think, like 150, 160 beers. Um, now, these are sips, mind you. Like, we're not drinking 12, uh, you know, 160 times 12 ounces. We would, I would be dead. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah. But it's still 160 ounces in four hours. Uh, I don't think that's eligible to be drive home. Oh, did, did, um, eight hours still. Uh, yeah, you're, that's close to not being able to drive home. That's like 0.09. <laughs> predominantly 10% plus beers, too. So take that into account okay, as well. So you're um, not driving home. <laughs> uh, no, we took the train. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, amazingly, um, I and uh, it's like you got to wonder. It's like, man, I went to Fobab and I didn't get drunk. Oh, man, I went to Fobab and I didn't get drunk. Like you sort of have like a dual reaction to that. That uh, that realization, yeah. but um, uh, nonetheless, um, I I would I, I would do it again. It was it was worth every penny, and it was fantastic. Um, if if you're into craft beer and you're in the Chicagoland area by any stretch of means, and want to go to the best beer, one of the best beer festivals, you can definitely do that. Um, sounds like a beer con, and just by the size of it and the name of it. <laughs> It should be, they should call it a beer con. That conversation came up. It's sort of like we, we it's like, you know, now, now that we've done as many cons as we have, especially on a Friday, because, you know, Corey's the other guy that runs Ciderfest with me. And so, mm -hmm. like, of course, we were doing a lot of, like, we were looking at, like, their book. We were looking at their badges. We were looking at all the stuff. We were just like, hmm, we did this better. Oh, that's a good idea. And so we were, like, like critiquing a lot of different things. It was sort of, it was, it was kind of fun and interesting. But Doesn't um, it suck to be in that business and then go to another place? You know, that's why I can't do concerts anymore as a patron. They're ruined. <laughs> You're just sitting there, just judging the light show the entire time. Yeah, I'm Where like, why would you run that part here? Oh my god, they only use those. Oh man, my <laughs> bad choice there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's bad, but uh, it was. It definitely uh, changed the experience. I will. I will, I will definitely <laughs> agree with that. Um, but. Um, that's uh, enough about beer. Uh, let's move on to talk about some video games. So this week, um, we, uh, as per the usual, there are some games coming out. So on Tuesday, November 15th, uh, The Walking Dead Telltale Series, A New Frontier, uh, Episode 1, is coming on the Xbox One, the Xbox 360, the PS4, the PS3, and the PC. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 is getting its release on the Xbox One and the PS4. Overcooked Gourmet Edition, coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4. Uh, It'll do... It's coming on the Xbox One and the PS4. Freeze Me on the PS4. Hasbro Family Fun Pack Conquest Edition coming out on the PS4. Uh, oh. Mikazu on the PS4. Mutant Muds, that's double D, Mutant Muds Deluxe on the PS4. Uh, Space Rift Episode 1 on the PSVR. Time Machine VR on the PSVR. Silence is coming out on the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. And Stern Pinball Arcade is coming out on the PS4. Thursday, November 17th, Roller Coaster Tycoon Worlds coming out on the PC. On Thursday, November 17th, um, also on Thursday, November 17th, Planet Coasters coming out on the PC. Assassin's Creed, the Ezio Collection is coming out on the PS1 and the, uh, I'm sorry, the Xbox One and the PS4. I think I've done that every week for the, about the last four huh. weeks straight. Made that little uh, verbal it's, 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 yeah. trip. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. People will <laughs> just be looking... 
People looking in the bargain retro bins for Assassin's Creed on PS1. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Wanted Corp coming on the Vita and Yesterday Origins coming on the PS4. On Friday, November 18th, Pokemon Sun and Moon is finally coming out on the 3DS. Uh, Killing Floor 2 on the PC and the PS4. Runbo on the PC and Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition coming out on the PS1 and the uh, again Jesus what is wrong with me on the Xbox One and the PS4 I swear to God I'm not doing it on purpose um, the, uh, and the uh, the releases are starting to slow down now that we are well into November because uh, looking into the future the week after um, we're only looking at approximately five titles at least according to Kotaku's release log the Amnesia collections coming out on the PS4. On November uh, on Tuesday, November twenty second, uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the Wii U. Uh, the Little Acre on the PS uh, on the Xbox One. <laughs> we sing. I don't know what's wrong with me. We sing is coming on the Xbox One and the PS4. And StarCraft Two Nova Covert Ops Mission Pack Three is coming out on the PC. More content coming out for StarCraft Two, which a game that um, I was. Go, did you ever get into StarCraft? I know you played Warcraft, right? And, and Diablo, yeah. those similar kind of games. Did you did you Dude. play StarCraft? Oh yeah, yeah. Anything over yeah. That was like over the yeah, that was me. I played Baldur Gate, all those PC yeah. So how about StarCraft 2? Did you ever touch that? Uh no, that was too current. I had gotten out of the PCs and realized that I don't make a million dollars to PC game. I want to play it. I really do, but I I don't I, ru- really I, I roughly have the same build a PC um, is that yeah for just, uh, I want, one wanted, game yeah, yeah i wanted to play it i just 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 don't i don't pc yeah. game like like the like mm-hmm. the horrible dirty plebeian i am according to some pc gamers but anywho um that's it um so those are our releases coming out for uh for the next yeah. uh two-ish weeks uh you're looking forward to anything on this list coach i mean obviously pokemon They're, those will be at my on my doorstep uh friday uh and then uh that amnesia collection is kind of a, a high point for me to get a PS4 because those games are amazing. Um, you'd probably like them too. It's like a seventh guest missed kind of craziness. Oh yeah, um, I think I've played. Um, is that the, the first Dark one? Descent? Amnesia Dark Descent. Is that, is that, that yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the first one. Yeah, and then okay. the second one came out. And nobody, nobody hurt. Nobody did it. I don't know why they didn't say anything about it, but it came out and it was better. But uh, yeah, those and then. Um, uh, maybe that overcooked game because if it's like a cooking, like a diner dash thing, I still have a have a bad bad situation with those. The I gotta time try. management style games. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm so good at them, but totally does look like a diner dash style game. Looking at screenshots, here. then yeah, um, I'll probably buy that and put way too many embarrassing hours into that. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, uh, Walking Dead. You haven't said that. Uh, Walking Dead's gonna hold on because I haven't done 2.5, which is chicks named Manuska. Sean, there we go. I always want to call her Manuka, but that's a town. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done that one. I still have it. I still have two and three of uh, Batman to work on. I'm gonna try to focus on Batman. Look, more on that in a bit. Yeah, look, there's been situational things going on, so I got those two. So I'm gonna finish Batman, and then I'm gonna catch up on Walking Dead. Does that make sense? So I'm not, I'm not going down the five freaking Telltale games in a row like we did last year. I learned from that year. That's that. That's perfectly fair. Um, I'm looking forward to Walking Dead because I'm a fan. Um, uh, Watchdogs too. Um, on on Walking Dead, I'm caught up. Yes. Uh, Okay. Well, I know I didn't play the Michonne offshoot, but I'm not particularly worried about that. 
because mm-hmm. that that doesn't fit into like this. Uh, I don't think it fits yeah. into the storyline of the main of you know the core game. So. I, from what I've understood, it's like a one-off. So I think you're all right. Yeah, it's it's like it's not even like in the same time period as I understand yeah. it as the main game. So yeah, I mean like I like you're good. Yeah, I'll probably get to it <laughs> when it goes on sale. But I'm I'm more I'm much more interested in the core games of finding out like Clementine's next chapter. Uh, chapter. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. And um, and Watch Dogs too. Uh, I'm actually decided that I'm I'm looking forward to this game. Um, I, I put in my pre-order actually, and so um, I'm going to try and. So we're going. I'll use this opportunity to go ahead and move on to what we've been playing. Uh, yeah. My first by first saying that um, I think I might be done with Recore. Wow. I, I played it for I played it for a little bit, and I just I just can't care about it. It's just it's it's. I mean, it's just much, one of those games that you're like, yeah, it's a game. Um, yeah, I, I really wanted to like it. I loved a lot of the ideas. I loved some of the mm-hmm. style, you know, some, some of like the design choices and everything. But it's just, it's pretty much, I can't say anything that basically all the reviews haven't already said. It's so repetitive. And like just my, my constant co- complaint about how the story is being delivered through these like segmented, like just God of voice, you know, a voice of God, you know, narratives. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm multiple hours into the game now. And I think probably about a quarter of the way through the game, and I'm still being told what the story of like why I'm doing all this. Like it's it just was a bad choice to me. It's like I feel like if I was given all this information up front and and, and understood why um, um, character I forget her name. It's it's an electricity pump. Remember that much? Um, it's Jewel. that memorable. Yeah, that memorable. <laughs> That's I, amazing. I, I remembered her name. Her name is Jewel, I know, but J O U L E. No, I know. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh. I also I also blame that on my. I'm, yeah, I also blame that on my. I have a bad memory for names, but that's beside the point. Um, I just, I just, I, 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 I'm having such a hard time caring. I just, I just, mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to. I really do because a, I paid money for the game, so I want to care. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I just, I think I'm just gonna have to shelve it and just that's, move on. And um, that's kind of. It sounds like the same idea, the same review I had for Rise. It's super paper oh, thin. Oh yeah. And you never go anywhere, and there's only like five things you can do, and seven hours of doing that is not fun <laughs> yeah that's that's about right um um i did play um episode three of uh telltale batman but i won't i can't talk about it because uh, i don't want to spoil anything for goat um i know where you live things will happen if you spoil <laughs> hey i i am just as much against spoilers as, as the next person so um so yeah and i i would not do that to you um mm-hmm. or anybody else that might be listening yes. um because it is still relatively new um mm-hmm. but um I will say they they're continuously upping the bar. Um, it is just the quality and just the the fact right. that they the fa- the fact that that the Batman has been told, like the Batman story has been told so many different times by so many different people, mm-hmm. like across movies and video games and comic books and just just every medium that you can imagine. The fact that they managed to come up with something for me at least, um, just that's so original and so well done at what it is that they're trying to do to me is just such an incredible feat when you're talking about something as pervasive across media as Batman is. So kudos to Telltale. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. To take a six-year-old story and uh, put a spin on it that nobody else has. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, then the, up, the other thing that I've been playing. So wait, wait. Yes, sorry. To interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. All I need for, uh, no spoiler, but are you chomping at the bit for episode four? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I won't. I won't tell you what my reasons for that are of course but uh, just i just need to know you're like yes give it to me yesterday 
all my monies. <laughs> um, okay, I'm fine. And then the uh, the uh, the other two games I've been playing, I've been playing some. I've kind of gotten back into playing some mobile, mobile games a little bit. Um, well, three games, but I won't talk about one of them. The kind of the thing that's gotten me to remember. Oh yeah, I can play games on my mobile devices. Der, um, is that My Little Pony Puzzle Party game that I talked about a, a couple a couple shows ago? I won't talk about it anymore, but uh, I am still playing that. But the other two games that I've also started playing um, is that Deus Ex Go game that's in this that's the that you know by the same um, in the same vein as like the Lara Croft Go and the Hitman Go. Um, mm-hmm. It's good. It's um, I, I think I like Lara Croft Go better out of the two. I didn't play uh, Hitman yet. Mm. Um, I liked, uh, but so between Deus Ex and Lara Croft, I like. I think I like Warcraft better, but Deus Ex is very good. Um, so if you like that style of gameplay, I highly recommend it. And then the other one, uh, I've been playing pretty almost all day today, um, just because Michelle and I we had a we, we had a no pants day. Um, that's that, that's what we call it when we're just when we say we're just gonna stay in our PJs and and just watch TV and just because we we've just been running nonstop even after Ciderfest ended, just been stuff after stuff after stuff after stuff. We just need to just sit and not do anything. <laughs> so we basically just had a had a couch day, I guess you could also call it, where we're watching shows and stuff. And um, I, I ended up picking up what is currently the, the you know, um, on iPad, on iOS devices, they have a, uh, in the App Store, they have a free game every week. And this week's free game is a game that's called Perchang, P-E-R-C-H-A-N-G. Um, and it is, a, it is a puzzle game. It's a, f- a physics puzzler, basically. And I'm going to pull it up just because I love the visual style of this game so much. It looks so good. Uh, it's built like, on Unity. Oh, I, I like how you say pertain. <laughs> per, uh, oh, did I get off this guy already? Oh, yeah. So, so anyways, this is nice. the game. Um, and hang on, I'm just going to lock it to me real quick. The What's camera, okay. Black. So, um, black so that's, for two bucks. Yeah, so so the original oh, level is free, and then and then you get um, twenty four more levels if you pay another two dollars. That's the original not bad level for two bucks. No, not bad at all. Um, so I'm. Uh, Ugh, that was a little much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so as you can see, I'm up to seventeen. I've managed to get a gold on every level mm-hmm. so far, but I'll give you an idea of what the game looks like. Um, as I say, it's a it's a physics puzzler, and I'm just going to pick a level at random here. I remember which one this is. Um, That's level seven. What it basically yes, it is. What it basically has to do with is getting balls into the um, yes, 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 goat. Um, I don't know. So oh no, wow. every, I like this. Pretty much every level there is a dispenser where 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 it huh. you know dispenses balls, and then you have. So this this particular level has two different fans, and you can basically have two controls for red or the blue to activate whatever the devices are. What's interesting is that you can change. The, the color of the devices to basically just change how they interact with each other. So, or which, which control yeah. will control which yeah. things. So, so in this one, basically I'll do the, the blue fan to, to get the balls to fly up. And then I have to basically kind of the pulse river. the red fan to get them th- through there. And then you see the meter f- f- filling up on the right there as they, as they get the balls oh, you in to, there. You have to get so many balls in your hole. So, it, okay, I get it. It's like lemmings, yeah, but... Kind of, and then, but as you see, I'm timed up here, so I see I'm, I only have six seconds left. And then the quicker, oh, yeah, you, do yeah. it, the quicker you, you do it, you get uh, you yeah, the quicker you do it, the the, yeah, yeah. the higher metal you'll get. And then if you gold star all the levels in an area, then you get a bonus extra challenge level that are freaking infuriating, like so infuriating <laughs> that I was having a hard time with it. Michelle was watching me, and she was yelling more than I was just because it was so like she's like, "Why can't you do this? Do it right. Do it better." Like she was, it was really funny, kind of scary, but really funny. 
Um, so yeah, if you have um, an iOS device, iPad or iPod Touch or iPhone or whatever, go grab Perchang. It's the free app of the week right now, and it's just a fun little physics puzzle. It's good stuff. Um, but it's uh, really but, yeah, good no, aesthetically. I, I yeah yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. Like the, the look of it is is just great. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I'm. I do believe that come Tuesday, I will. I will. Uh, Recore is probably permanently going to be shelved, and I'm going to be playing Watch Dogs too. Because despite its faults, I loved the first one, and I'm looking forward Watch to. Dogs. I was kind of weirded out when you said, oh, "I don't know about Watch Dogs 2. I'm like, Charlie, you, you finished the game, then you went back and you finished all the DLC like a year later. Like you're you're yeah. in. Like you almost uh, have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's like. I'm just looking to see if it's been scored, um, if it's gotten scored yet on Medicare. 22. Oh, uh, it's not funny, goat. Um, uh, no, no. Unplayable by E.T. <laughs> no, so so they haven't released their... Uh, apparently, no. their review embargo has not been lifted yet. Um, Probably Tuesday. Maybe. Um, but yeah, no, I... The, the, the thing that was kind of kind of making me wary of Watch Dogs 2 is just the, the fact that they changed everything. Like, they changed the main character, they changed the city that it takes place in, like, they changed basically everything about the game. And then, so I was just kind of like, well, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like I wish they had built upon what they had started with as opposed to just kind of, yeah. almost feels like they scrapped the first game and just, like, kind of started from square one, which kind of makes makes me nervous. But I, I've been following well, the, the the trailers and everything, and I'm, I'm sold on it. I think it's, I, I'm hoping it's going to be good, even though the main character looks like Spike Lee, but whatever. Yeah. See, see, see what I got out of this is they're kind of doing, like, a driver thing. I don't know if you ever played driver, but every driver was in a different town. It was the same idea of a game, but you were in, like, San Francisco this game, but you were in, like, Miami the next game and stuff like that. So I think... Oh, yeah, yeah. If they do it right, you're technically going to have the same game improved with a, the same sort of story, just in a different town. So it's like, you know, there's a hacker for each main town and you get to play that guy. Yeah. So, I mean, it could work out for you. I'm hoping. But um, I do I do like the fact that you get that um, it, uh, it appears that they have um, uh, multiplayer co-op as opposed to just... Um, you know, like oh. the, the, those little PvP multiplayer things where you could like go in and mess with other people. Like they actually have co-op that you can play through the game, and so that, yeah, that um, stuff pissed me off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you you could have turned it off, but um, oh, now um, you tell me. Thanks. Yeah, there, yeah, there's like there was like a private setting in there oh. where you, you know, uh, kind of like GTA kind of a mm. thing. But uh, anywho, um, yeah, so that's me. What have you been playing? Uh, my list is super small, but it's a lot of my life. Uh, Forza Horizon Three still, which is why I didn't get the Batman. Uh, because it is, uh, to date, the best open-world racing game that I've played. To the point of, it's been out for, well, I've, I've, I've had it since, what, like a week now? Because I got home, like, did I get home? Yeah, like last week I got home, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been playing this for a week, and uh, when I turned it off, right before I came on here, I already have about 30 hours into it, and I'm at 18% completion. Uh, what percent completion? I'm sorry? 18? Eight. <clears throat> after how many hours 30 hours <laughs> good lord now is that is that everything or is that just like the core stuff that that's i think everything it just says like progress okay uh, i looked it up on how long to be the account they said the main and you know and we're going to use the quotations here but main story for a racing game yeah <laughs> just wrap your head around that right. sentence uh is about 18 hours okay um they said it's about f i think it's like 40 something uh, for completionist, or fifty something. So, wow. Okay. I think. Double check those numbers. I don't even sound right now. 
but uh that's about all i've been doing but it's it's amazing um it's i mean it makes it so much better than the ones you played before why do you say it's the best one because well unlike most games forza listens to the fans and stuff like that and they will actually put shit in and take shit out and improve their games based on fan uh fan feedback so like the first one first horizon horizon was stupid huge like you'd have to drive all the way across the map and then back across the map you spent more of your time driving than you did actually racing which was a big big thing with us and we all when the community was like hey um i, I enjoy the open world but i bought a racing game too <laughs> <laughs> so okay. then the, so, so the second one they slimmed back down and it was a lot better and it um you know they slimmed it down now now they have it to where like you have a huge map but you have like, from what I can tell, five different festival locations that have their own set of stuff that you upgrade. So you technically have like five times the content or twenty-five times the content than you would from the last two games. So they, you know, they've upped it, but you can work in each section. So you're like, all right, I'm working on this festival to max it out, and it's only in like this region, and then the other ones in a different region. So you're kind of like you're the best of both worlds. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So and then you have real physics. So I mean, that's that's the best part of that game is the fact that you can go flying through trees at 250 miles an hour with your Lamborghini that you may have juiced up to 1500 RPM or horsepower, and do like seven barrel rolls and scream like a woman and come out with like 184,000 skill point chain. So I mean, that's always fun. Not that that's happened at all. No, no. To me, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) So all right, here we go. Here we go. I got the next 17 hours. Main and extra is 35 and a half hours. Uh, completionist is 88 and a half hours. Wow. And that's everything. Those are those are JRPG numbers. Good Lord. For a racing game. Yeah. <laughs> so I got my money's wow. worth. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're going to get your money's worth a few times over there. That's, that, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anything else? No, it's literally it's all. I, I mean, Pokemon Go <laughs> here and there, but. Okay. I tried today. I'm like, we gotta play Batman. Man, I'm I'm pretty close to finishing this, 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 and this in Forza. And then the next day, I know I'm like, oh, apparently we're playing Forza. I don't remember turning this on, but hey, here we are. <laughs> so, well, um, okay. So now that you know what we've been doing this last week in video gaming, let's find out what the industry has been doing this last week in video gaming. Uh, coming at number five, um, Nintendo has confirmed a Wii U production ending soon in Japan and shipments to North American retailers are stopping. Um, uh, so, it's, it's, uh, so first of all, Nintendo did clarify that a spokesperson for Nintendo uh, told Game Informer that Wii U shipments to North American retailers for this financial year have now ended. Uh, the, spokes, the spokesperson added that Wii U production will end in the near future for Japan, though specific timing was not mentioned. Uh, quote, we can confirm that as of today, all Wii U hardware that will be made available in the North American market for this fiscal year has already been shipped to our retail partners, uh, end quote, the representative said. Hmm. We encourage anyone who wants a Wii U to communicate with their preferred retail outlet to monitor uh, availability. So they may they may still do additional runs um, as uh, if they turn it into like a budget system, kind of like they did with the 
with the Wii, but I'm kind of guessing not. Um, I think they're just pulling the, the cord um, on this one. Yeah, I think which is um, fine. Yeah. Um, so keep your a, eyes out for Black Friday sales as people trying um, to get rid of their stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Th th this uh, this originally came up because on a Japanese website, um, uh, a notice uh, appeared that said uh, production is scheduled to end soon, which is basically how the story all started. Um, and then uh, multiple so sources told Eurogamer this month that Nintendo would end production of the Wii U on November fourth, a day after that report came out. Nintendo spokesperson denied that production on the Wii U would end at that time, and so then they've clarified that everything they will produce this year has been shipped out. So it's definitely winding down. Um, but, I want to show uh, it be yeah. done beginning of the year. I mean, the switch the switch comes out in what March they said, so that gives them three months that they can the Wii U retool over the holiday. Uh, they'll be ready to to produce switches by the first of the year. That's that's my yeah. guess. I I could I can definitely see that. Um, it definitely seems that the um. You know that uh, I imagine that they have a a stockpile of parts for the Wii U already sitting around, and so it makes sense to go ahead and just build systems out of those parts and put them on shelves and make some mm -hmm. of that money back because it's not like you could probably resell a lot of that stuff. Um, the um, but uh, you know them winding down the system. Go does it surprise you at all that I mean like 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 I said before like with the Wii they they really just kept that that system going as long as it could longer mm -hmm. than they than they needed to. I mean mm -hmm. even even giving the you know runaway success of the Wii. Even after pretty much everybody who wanted one had one, for the most part, they still kept that system on, on shelves for a long time. Even even to the point of long after it was out, doing that like you know that uh, that redesign of the unit when they you know they they turned it into that smaller system, took off the GameCube ports, I think it was, and oh, then, yeah. um, and the backwards compatibility. Yeah, the yeah mini or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, something like that. I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, no, they, you know, they the fact that they did, it did like a redesign so long into its life cycle when they, I don't, I personally don't think they really needed to at all. Like, does it surprise you that they're pulling the plug this fast on the Wii U as opposed to just yes. drawing out just a little bit no. and turning it into a budget option? No, 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 no. Um, this is just Virtual Boy all over again. Remember how fast yeah. they pulled oh. the plug on that thing and it was gone. Yeah. Everybody's like, we don't like it. Hey, what, what was that thing that was just? What happened? <laughs> like Toys yeah. R Us, one week it was like it's on sale for whatever three forty nine. The next week it wasn't even on the, like didn't even. We, we don't have that. We don't talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. The Virtual Boy did disappear scarily fast off the retail yeah. shelves, and so um, uh, yeah, no, that's a good analogy. That's a good point. Yeah, Nintendo um, likes to uh, Nintendo. I think is the mafia of video games. If the something goes wrong, they can sweep it under the rug pretty damn quick, and nobody says a word. <laughs> Um, I, I approve of this analogy as well. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, uh, so get your Wii U before it gets its cement shoes on. You have to go to the bottom of the lake to get it. <laughs> I, I can think of no better way to end this segment <laughs> than with that sentence. Um, so moving on to number four. Um, according to reports, at times, some games are running slower on the PS4 Pro than a normal PS4. Um, Newly launched mm -hmm. PlayStation 4 Pro is a more powerful system uh, than the existing versions of the PS4, allowing for better looking and smoother games. But apparently this isn't always the case, uh, with a new report suggesting games sometimes suffer from performance issues that, that result in lower frame rates on a Pro than on a standard PS4. Uh, this is according to findings by Digital Foundry, which notes that this is only true of a select number of games with PS4 Pro updates and only at certain times. Mm-hmm. 
happening with the PS4 Pro, the high-end version of Sony's console, is disconcerting. Not only that, but leaked Sony documents from earlier this year state that this goes against the company's guidelines for developers. Um, this is uh, off of an original reported by GameSpot um, this last Saturday on the 12th. Um, so so my, my guess for this is that... So so okay so here, here's the thing, we when we t- when 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 we were originally talking about the release of the PS4 Pro and um, and uh, you know and you know the 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 next version of the Xbox One and all these things like what we all agreed was the uh, both both from their promise to gamers and also from a PR standpoint the absolute key to this whole thing was that they just had to had to maintain that you know, a game would play the same on both systems, that they wouldn't start doing this, like, optimize for this and, like, you know, and start, like, making so certain games were exclusive to one console or the other. Like, that was the key. And it from everything that Sony said when they announced the PS4 Pro, they basically said, no, it's basically the same system, just with, like, you know, faster processor, more RAM, or GPU, but, like, compatibility issue, issues, you know, will, will not be a thing. Well, apparently it's a thing. Yeah. So, go. What do you What do you make of this? Why do you suppose this is happening? Um. Well, I mean, it's probably the 4K aspect of it because, I mean, I, I mean, I'm guessing you being the tech guy, um, more more crisper, uh, TV means higher graphics needed or graphic processing power needed to get that 4K crispness. That's that's certainly a correct statement, of course, and that raises the concern that the PS4 is underpowered for for gaming at 4K, which defeats mm-hmm. the entire purpose of the stupid thing. Well, so yeah. um, that that would be kind of amazing if that ended up being the case. I mean, what, I mean, what else? I mean, I th- the only thing I can come up with is like they said it's all perfect and everything's the same except for the 4K part of it, right? So they yeah. took a stab in the dark. Uh, this thing or should have enough juice to do 4k and it doesn't (laughs) yeah um which is kind of amazing um you know for i mean sony but by by the majority of accounts sony basically won at least the first stage of this console Mm -hmm. war right you know in between the ps4 and the xbox oh yeah it, it definitely seemed like for making just a pure gaming machine that Sony knew what they were doing and they knew what gamers wanted and they knew how to do it and they had mm-hmm. they had it unlocked they had, everything was good yeah. so it, it's i mean like it, it, optimization issues in the software um, because this is only happening with some games you know many games you can play at um, at 4K resolution without a problem yeah. but considering this is happening with popular games like the um, uh, like the last of us uh, and uh, Skyrim, for example. I mean, these aren't no-name games with with a small development teams. I mean, these are games mm-hmm. that um, you know. That I mean, if I were in Sony's shoes, I would have paid extra effort to make sure that these high-profile games run correctly because you know these are the ones that people are going to be playing and looking at. Oh, yeah, so well, I mean, um, they 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 include Last of Us with their system. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, exactly. So. Um, <laughs> It's I don't know it's it's kind of amazing to me that 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 insurance issues whatever 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 well, caused this situation that Sony let this happen it's kind of mind let, let, let me and let me play devil's advocate here just okay. a little bit okay so you've sold a fuck ton of systems mm-hmm. okay this is for the the latecomers of the party all right this is also for the I gotta have everything current. I, I mean, I, I call them Americans, but whatever, those guys. 
Um, so you're probably guessing 80% of your customer base is not going to buy another PS4 for 4K. They're not. They have one. It's fine. Not a big deal. So okay. you're, you're, you're technically throwing out a, a fluff piece for 20% of your niche market. If well, it's a little busted, you're not really hurting the bank if you piss off those people. You can fix it real quick, and you're all right. Like, there's a little margin of error. I think that those are the customers that, that, that we're talking about here, though. We're not talking about people who are considering upgrading. I, I think mm -hmm. that this is a concern for people who don't own any PS4 right now, and now they, well, yeah, have, yeah. And now they have to choose between do I buy the regular mm -hmm. one that's cheaper or the, the mm -hmm. pro, the better one that's more expensive. Oh, wait, the, the cheaper one plays games better? I don't have a 4K TV, so I'm going to get that one. Um, well, that, so. And at the end of the day... If people would use their brains like you just did and go, hey, I don't have a 4K television. I don't need a PS Pro. Life would be good on <laughs> multiple levels. But no, they're like, oh, my God, I need this Pro because my buddy doesn't have one. Blah, blah, blah. It's a status symbol. No, it's, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's you buying bait. Go, go. You, you need to be quiet. I love people getting burned. Why? Sony, Sony might be listening. You're, you're good. You're, Let them come after him. <laughs> They don't, want, they don't want other people figuring this out. Hey, man, hey, hey, you want me to shut up? Give me a PS Pro, free. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Tweak. Man, the PS Pro, PS4 Pro is the greatest thing ever. You should all oh, buy yeah. one. He puts on his PS hat and sits back. Exactly. His PlayStation embroidered chair. <laughs> um, his entire backdrop has PlayStation on it. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Um, everybody I have not been butt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, this just sounds like I don't know. It sounds like first world problems. It's not even news. It's a bunch of people crying. Like I get the fact that you drop four hundred bucks, it doesn't work right. But fucking return it. Like you have a receipt. There, there are solutions, people, <laughs> and they're quite simple solutions that have been around for decades. It's not like not, before not, internet. It's not. <laughs> quite the point but um i, I understand <laughs> what you were saying um but um yeah so moving on uh so coming in at uh, jesus coming in at number three um imax's 50 million dollar fund could buoy the vr ecosystem some people are saying um what the VR is going to be a thing. Um, uh, so like this movie? is uh, originally reported by uh, IMAX. Yes, like like the IMAX theaters. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, this is okay. from uh, this is uh, off an article from VentureBeat. Um, so uh, money keeps flooding into the virtual reality ecosystem. Yesterday, the film company IMAX said it was partnering with Acer, what, and creative artists agency to fund at least twenty five interactive VR experiences with a fifty million dollar fund. <laughs> I need to rewind and focus on a couple of things here. First of all, Acer? That's what I'm laughing about. I have an Acer laptop. I'm staring at an Acer monitor. I'm, I am an Acer fan, but why, why Acer? That's just like a left turn. That's like, you know, like, that's just weird. That's just, that's and, like, hey, we're going to start an Uber or Uber account. Um, and we've teamed up with Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so um, over, uh, over the next three years, IMAX could usher in more high-quality VR experiences, which is what the VR industry needs in order to live up to expectations. Tech advisor DigiCapital estimates VR and, and AR, augmented reality, could generate $120 billion in revenues in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
makes sense for IMAX to be one of the guiding lights in the VR industry. Um, no, it doesn't. Said Michael Yang, managing director at Comcast Ventures, in an email to GamesBeat. With their heritage for delivering premium content experience to consumers and their know-how for how to scale location-based entertainment as a business, they can truly help propel VR forward. We hope to see them support the leading VR content creators in the emerging out-of-home VR market, and we look forward to working with them. So, so, so what I'm... So, so there's a lot oh, more to this man. article. You guys can read over on, on VentureBeat or in the link when we oh, uh, when we post man. the show up. But um, he, he, here's here's the other thing that's striking me here. Just um, this, this, so so they uh, apparently the, this initial venture, at least 25 interactive VR experiences with a 50 million dollar fund. Does does two million dollars sound like a low number for you for each of yeah. these experiences? So, I mean, especially like, with I mean, well, let's let's just before we get to the that number. The fact that Comcast was name dropped, two million sounds stupid low for what they can afford. <laughs> yeah, um, that and like, is anybody else like? So am I the only one who like figures out that the IMAX is a movie theater, right? They're a movie theater company. Uh -huh. They do movie theater stuff uh -huh. in a movie Correct. theater. Correct. So if you uh, <clears throat> if you go into VR, you are literally pulling people out of your buildings. And sending them home. No, 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 no. This is for out of home stuff. This is going to be happening in IMAX facilities. This is so, not for in home things. Okay, so, here, so we can let, so let, we can all walk into a movie theater, put on our headsets, and there's no more screen. It's just all individual screens. It's a bunch so, of people. Further so, <laughs> into the article. So okay. Um, uh, 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 according to the venture beat writer, um, who is. Uh, not in front of me right now. Hang on. Um, well, I'd be weird uh, if he was afraid. Uh, Dean Takahashi. Um, he, uh, he, uh -huh. he, it's his opinion that this all makes sense for MX, which makes surround video entertainment and circular theaters to move into VR. Uh, the money will be used for partnerships with video game publishers and 360-degree filmmakers. IMAX plans to build star VR-based IMAX VR centers to draw fans to entertainment locations. So this, is, this apparently is not going to be replacing... Um, their like movie theater experiences. This is going to be like a side thing, um, like oh. like 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 the arcade in the lobby of the movie theater. This is apparently going to be something like that. Um, but still, oh. two million bucks sounds like a really low number to me to do this kind of thing. I don't know. It just doesn't. Well, I mean, like very much. I mean, if it's if it's just that crap, two million is fine because it's just it's junk. It's literally like it's like the two arcade machines next to the pop, or the the claw machine that keeps the kids shut up while you're waiting to buy popcorn. Oh, but, but I mean, like, my kind of understanding that this is also like the development and like, like this, this is this isn't just the manufacturing of the box that's going to sit there. Like, this is everything. Huh. This is the entire timeline of this project. Is what I'm kind of understanding from this. So, like, like an yeah. average like two million bucks to like design and develop and test and then market and like do all of this stuff at two million bucks per location. That's just that's not a lot of money for that kind of a thing. Uh, unless it's not gonna I'm be a big thing here. I mean, but I think I think you're trying. I think you have a bigger expectation for what this thing's going to do. I, th well, I think I'll, that's all it's going to do is you're going to slap it on, be like, "Hey, VR," and it's going to be, "Come see IMAX. Come get your." It's probably going to be like the virtual trailers that you see in before the movie, anyways. Of hey, come get gift cards. Hey, yeah. use your gold. Blah 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 blah. Bye bye bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, your movie's ready. <laughs> it's going to be that's, nothing of use. <laughs> that that's potentially realistic. Um... Yeah, so um, good luck 
on your hey, on your. VR. I, I mean, yeah, like, here, here's here, here here's the here's the thing I'll say to close this thing off. I, I think Goat and John would agree with me on this. We're here. Um, we are all proponents for VR. Like we want to see VR do mm-hmm. well. We want we, we love the idea, mm-hmm. even with the the limited experiences, like you know the relatively low end experience that the three of us have all shared on our respective Gear VR headsets, all the way up to you know the more high end experience like, that John has experienced on. Um, how many times can Five. I say the word experience in this section? Um, I don't know. Uh, There's been a yeah. lot of experience. <laughs> Whole lot of experience with it, with the, with his uh, you know, with his comments on the the PSVR headset, um, to um, you know, and, and uh, he had a vibe. He had his hands on a vibe. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. he he. So John especially has has experimented with the gamut of this whole thing, and I believe that he is a VR believer. So moving on to number two. Number two. Um, yes, yeah, story number two, not the mm-hmm. other number two. No, no, no. It's fine. I just. <laughs> I'm glad we put the IMAX to bed and moved on with our lives. So um, we we've talked about a couple. Um, I, I think the last time, I, I, so I, I, the w- w- one of the most ridiculous um, um, game bonuses, like real life game bonus things that you could get, uh, collector's items. Um, what previously I think was the car that you would get. I think it was was it was Saints Row Four. Is that correct? Uh, Saints Row Four. You could buy. Uh, you got for a million dollars. You got the pink Lamborghini. D. No, it wasn't Diablo. It was something else. It was Lamborghini. I think. Yeah. Um, so so Final Fantasy Fifteen um, is doing something similar, not quite as ludicrous, but um, still probably most likely certainly out of the range of consideration of off of most people. Um, Audi Japan is going to be selling a a single one 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 edition of a Final one Fantasy of one. Fifteen one of one uh, final, of a Final Fantasy <laughs> th- uh, Fifteen themed Audi R eight, and we'll go <laughs> for the selling price of four hundred sixty nine thousand dollars US. Oh, went up. Um, well, the uh, originally we had um, we had seen the price three hundred seventy five thousand yeah. francs, I think it was. So the US oh, I missed the francs part of that. Yeah, is um, it's uh, four hundred sixty nine thousand uh, US. Um, that's not, that's not bad. What is what is what does an Audi R eight go for retail? Uh, an Audi R eight, uh, it's I think what did I say three hundred thousand. I mean, I need to Google it, but I'm, I want to say it's a six figure car. I know that. So, um, so Square Enix's long-awaited uh, next entry of the you know, thirty-year-old Final Fantasy franchise is arriving on September 29th and on PS4 and Xbox One. But first up is this promotional tie-in from Audi uh, in the run-up to Final Fantasy 15. Sony Pictures released an all-CG rendered King's Glaive, the Final Fantasy 15 oh. movie, back in July, which we which we talked about, um, and it featured a special version of the 2017 Audi R8 called the Star of Lucius. Um, um, now the company's Japanese branch produced a one-off version of the car in real life and will raffle off the opportunity to buy it uh, for 50 million and 15. So, so not 50 million flat, 50 million and 15 yen, which uh, is the equivalent of about 468,713 US wow. dollars. On November 21st, of course, snagging a copy uh, of both the movie and the game later this month will be a bit cheaper oh. and just might be checking out. Yeah. Uh, um, yes, what, yes. What what what's the exact car they're put, put they they are selling? Is it the R eight just V ten or the V ten plus? Does it tell you? Um, uh, this article that I'm reading off of Engadget. Oh, it is the V ten. Uh, it looks like the five point two liter R eight V ten. Just the standard V ten. Uh, that would be. Uh, okay. It'd be nice if it was the plus. That would make sense. But the standard uh, V ten runs you one hundred sixty two nine hundred. 
The V10 Plus is 189900 So either way, less than half, almost a third mm -hmm. of what this thing is going for. So, I mean, so cl clearly mm -hmm. this is a collector's item. And so, you know, it, it's about more See? than just the car. But um, I wish they would have trolled everybody. It would have been perfect. Mm -hmm. If you would have done the math and it came out to like, it, you know, it's a $162,000 car, right? 163, right? Okay. And they did the math. And if you did the math and all the mods, the Final Fantasy mods came out to like 144999. Uh -huh. to be 1499 <laughs> in mods. Yeah. So um, I'm going <laughs> to do a little screen sharing here. Of the uh, of of the trailer, um, so this is uh this is the minute long trailer oh, that yeah. they released. Um, it doesn't come in this of, building. Uh, yes, with that, yeah, if it came with this particular suit of armor, um, that might be more of a selling point for me. Um, especially mm -hmm. if it came with a sword that shatters mm -hmm. the floor like this one does. And yes, makes, if and makes, and it makes okay, a car. Okay. Hang on. Yeah. So I'm sorry. If it's if it's a half a million dollars for the sword that you can use to smash the floor and then turn into a car, that's pretty awesome. Of uh -huh. course, it's not. That would be silly. No. But um, so yeah, it appears to be your typical just uh, the fact. R8 and with just a lot of stylized vine uh, details mm -hmm. running. Nope. Oh, oh, custom rims. Um, custom rims. It's uh, it's, it's very fancy. Yeah, this that's about hundred grand. Suit of armor. I mean, I think that would really Me. make it. I mean, like. What the fuck You're is that? You're not a fan of the applique's? Oh You're my not a fan god! Of the on the side. Yeah, that. Yeah, that just. Yeah, that's an air vent, people. That's not a. What the fuck? It. it oh, yeah, so, so right there, you're not a fan of yeah. that coat. Yeah, this crap right here behind the door. That's an airport for the engine <laughs> behind it. Don't. That doesn't even look right. The rest of the car is black. Like if you're gonna do that, put it on the kick panels or the mirrors anywhere but there. That just looks dumb. <laughs> I do like those. I like the rims, and I do like the uh, the crap on the uh, the wing. See, the wing makes sense. I'm the crap on the wing, but then this. Well, it looks like there's some on the headlight. Yeah, see, that's fine. Too. But those massive ones on the side? No, 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 no. You're killing the body lines of this car. Jesus Christ! Damn it, Square Enix, quit fucking shit up. So, 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 goat, you're not a fan, is what I'm hearing. Oh, I love the R8. I mean, I love the R8. It's a beautiful vehicle. Just um. Just that stuff on the side. The rest of it was nice. I liked, I liked everything else, all the accents, except for, what'd you call them? Applique. The applique. Yeah. On the air, on the intake vents? No. Put them on the mirrors. or They should have been more accented, and that was just, it was gaudy on the side of the car. They could have just left that black, or maybe even done like a pin across the top of it of the applique. It, 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 I just think there's a better application for the applique. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, 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 yeah. Um, but I mean, five hundred grand for I, uh, that car now. <laughs> so, so I, I'm seeing that in in our chat room on um, on the YouTube channel. Um, I'm seeing mm -hmm. that Mr. Dan Hlocky, quite possibly one of the uh, biggest Final, Final Fantasy fans I know, is currently in there, and he did confirm that the retail price of this car rich. is, in fact, one hundred seventy one hundred and seventy thousand U.S. dollars. Um, so, Dan, all I'm, I'm the curious. days Dan shows up. I mean, it's like he knew. Um, but uh, I'm just curious, Dan. If you if you had the money to burn and you had your choice of any luxury car on the market, um, oh, he's already pre-ordered his. There's only the one, so I don't. I, no, they're raffling it. Remember, you didn't pre-order it. Go, uh, taking you literally. Um, Dan, would you would you would you want this car? Like, if you had to pay money for it, not if you had the, not if you want it. Like, if, if you had a half a million dollars. Is this car what you would put it towards? And I'm asking Dan specifically because, as I said, he is one of the biggest Final Fantasy fans that I know. Ladies um, and gentlemen, I can guarantee right now that Dan is wearing the matching socks, underwear, 
sock garters and suspenders from Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> he might not be wearing anything else, but he's at least wearing that. <laughs> um, yes, I could see that. Um, so while we wait for the possibility, uh, so Dan says probably not as nice as it is. As it is. Nope. So, so there you have it. Um, this is absolutely by far for people um, who this who, no, no, who this, this, this is kind a, of disposable income. This is this, what this is is um Audie going, Hey, big video game. Let's slap it on our car. And then we'll turn around and make it a collector's item because it's one of one. And it's it's just Barrett Jackson money. Because that's all it's gonna just it's gonna go in the Barrett Jackson system and just keep being sold to the next guy for a year until he gets tired of it and sell it and sell it and that's that's what these cars do. The Lamborghini Gall- Gallardo-, Gallardo that came with Gallardo. 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 Yes. It's okay. You know what would make all of this so much more, m- much more better is um, if it was one twenty-four scale. Well, that. But <laughs> um, no, is is you know they're obviously on well, well attempting to cash in on the fandom for this video game and going after people who are fans mm-hmm. of the Final Fantasy series who have a ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of disposable income sitting around. Mm-hmm. You know what would make all of this okay is if mm-hmm. they came up and they said. You know, we're, we're you know we'll take we're going to keep the price of the car obviously, and then mm-hmm. you know however many dollars that we'd say is you know cost it to do the extra work and you know the extra mm-hmm. mods on the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else, we're going to find some nice charity to give it to. If they did something like that, that would make mm-hmm. all of this okay. Mm-hmm. Take their money they back. Won't. That's fine. I'm not asking. No. Oh no, yeah. No. I mean, of course they're not. They would have said already if they were going to do like that. Like 250 grand will cover that car, so they got another like hundred and a half to go. Yeah, they can give that dollars. to like. <clears throat> yeah, they could have gave it to like the I don't know the Square Enix Laura Croft uh, Expedition Fund or something like that. That's not a thing. But um, <laughs> w- w- were it a thing that was a a, a good charity, then maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, God, just just do something nice with that money that you is, Charlie. Just, just, you know, Charlie, I'm sorry. The optimist is me is showing. I apologize. Char- Charlie, yes. It's it's not Square Enix. Square Enix probably wants to do that. Uh, Audi. Wants the tax cut. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Um, so they sell hundred thousand dollar cars. They don't care about charity. That's not their demographic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, there you have it. That's, that's number two. So moving on on to number one. Um, the uh, th- this is sort of a two parter. Uh, so part number one is just to remind people that we're curious. Um, the Nintendo NES Classic is out. Um, uh, no, and, no, 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 no. Part- Didn't it? Uh-uh. Don't you can't say that. The Nintendo Class Nintendo NES Classic was available for sale. Well, that's part two. <laughs> so I'm getting okay. <laughs> so, so part one it's is not at the end. Out. Well, it is out. It's it's available in the world. Uh, but part two is that it's oh, yeah. out everywhere. Um, it's sold. So, yeah, so, it's, um, it's 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 available through second parties for eighteen times the value of the console. Well, you know, I'm sort of regretting not getting two for myself. Um, I, I have I yes. have absolutely zero I have absolutely yes. I, I have absolutely zero mm-hmm. problem, um, you know, um, making a little bit of side money and people who that are is impatient so... people with disposable income. That is so t- twisted. Very very complicated man. I have charity last story. This story, you're like fuck everybody. Give me five times what this thing's worth because I got it before you. I don't think they're going for quite that much. But anyways, I'm just saying it's kind of no. Jekyll and Hyde from you. 
have bills to pay. I am in debt. I don't think Audi is mm -hmm. in debt. I think that's part of the difference here. But anyways, I, I digress. <laughs> um, Toys R Us has has a report has uh, apparently sold out of the Nintendo NES Classic. Nation Everybody wide. has. And um, has apparently taken it off of their website. Uh, Adam is sold out mm -hmm. at this time, according to one spokesperson. And ongoing this into this holiday season, we knew that Nintendo's NES Classic Edition was going to be a hot item among kids, and of course, kids at heart. And we named it 2016 Hot Toy List for that reason. For shopkeepers looking to, to uh, cross this must-have item off of their holiday wish list, they can check back with their local uh, Toys R Us store often, as we expect to receive additional consoles between now and Christmas. So like any, pretty much, apparently, like your, your typical console release, they will just trickle in and you'll have to go ahead and just hopefully get there on a lucky day when they, when they, got, a, when they got a truck in. Um, yeah. Stomach, um, for, for, for this miniaturized 30 built-in game version of the original Nintendo. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Um, so so I, know, I know that, go, we, we talked about this before, and I know that if I remember correctly, correct, tell, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, you, your interest for this waned when you found out that only the 30 games that it came with is all you could play on it. Was that correct? Well, Was it's a little waning on that part, and the other thing that's waned me is the fact that the controller cord is exactly two and three quarters feet long. That's very short. Yes, not even a full three feet. Like you see, you've seen the pictures, and it's got that little cord. Yeah, that's that's the cord you get. Oh dear. Yeah, that is, that is so. Very I true. mean, so yeah, you couldn't play it because you would be in your wall. <laughs> well, yes. Um, now, now, looking at the ports, I, now, I, I haven't verified this, but just the the ports immediately immediately to me look like They're the not. same ports. I'm sorry. They're, they're, they're not Nintendo ports, I'll tell you that. They've updated not them. the NES ports, but they, I believe they are the yeah. same ports that, like, the, the, um, that the, um, that's on the bottom of the, 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 Wii, the Wii controllers. Um, so where you, where you can plug in, like, the, the classic controller and the pro controller and all the, and the nunchuck, like, that same connector. Um, I believe that's the same connector that's on here. So, um, you're talking, uh, what is that called? It's called... Uh, like Nintendo B, the, the Wii. The, the, <laughs> I thought it was just the Wii controller port. I don't know, but um, I mean, it, it looks similar to me. I don't know if it actually is or not. But if it no is, idea. which would have been smart, because then you could all the existing accessories that are out for both the Wii and the Wii U that use that port can also would also work. Uh, it maybe sense. it looks close to it, but I don't think it's exact. You don't think it's the same? I okay. Well, that same. then that then that's just plain silly. Um, at that point, why not just make it a USB port? And yeah. you know they could they come up with like a light gun down the road or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, they definitely made this to a... sit on your shelf. They definitely made this to sit on your shelf and not play it. Like not not sit on your shelf and use it. It's just yeah. hey, look what I got. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is any part of you wanting one of these at this point? Like especially after seeing the demand, does that does that affect you? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, I'll, I'll buy one after the the hype goes down. It's cool for oh, sixty okay. bucks to have. Um and and Nico. God bless their souls. Um, as soon as they figured out that the cord was literally the size of a man's penis, yeah, extension um, cable. Yeah, uh, they came out with a like six foot extension cable for ten dollars. <laughs> all right, all right. So they're making a, a shit out of money. <laughs> well, um... well, you're right. You're right. Also com uh, compatible with Classic Controller and Classic Controller Pro. Additional mess controllers will be silly. 
So I that's think. nice. Yes. Which so also means that good. theoretically you could use a one of these NES original controllers then with a Wii well with 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 something on uh, on your Wii or Wii U that uses that port. So that that's kind of a cool side accidental bonus, I guess. I like yeah, you know what I like? So I like effect. that it has the official Nintendo seal of quality on the box art. I do like that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um that's a that's a nice one point four pounds. Well, yeah, uh, Amazon, (laughs) Amazon, this is how bad it is. Amazon is currently unavailable, out of stock. And Uh it says, like, it doesn't say, like, oh, you know, we'll get it back or whatever. It says, we don't know when or if this item will be back. Yeah. So I'm looking on eBay right now just to see where things are at. And then I'm looking. 350 was less I see. I, the one thing, when I'm looking at something on eBay, I always change it, just look at stuff that actually sold, because what it's currently listed for is so, but wow, yeah, so 250, 249, 190, mm-hmm. 195, 232, 203. This is what people are actually buying this thing for. Uh, 275 with, an, with a second controller. Um, mm-hmm. Crap, why didn't I get some of these? Um, I, wow, I don't think anybody saw this coming. That, this is, this is, this is, mm-hmm. this is, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo had a... Ha, uh, so breaking news: Nintendo has a successful console in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I think is really the uh, the underlying um, yeah. uh, the the, yeah. the 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 lead that we buried here a bit. Um, oh yeah, N- Nico's uh, got like five or six different items out now for uh, extensions. Well, these guys, yeah, they're gonna make bank. Well, but, uh, uh, um, yeah. So, so well, yeah, but I mean, it makes Nintendo, sense. I guess. Wow, it makes sense. Um, you think it makes sense? The I mean, you can. Here, here's the thing where I'm getting confused. Like, mm-hmm. one can go and they can buy, you know, from from mm-hmm. an antique store or like you know, yeah. like or any of the video game stores that still do deal it, it, in, in the old mm-hmm. consoles. In there, you could easily buy this console yeah. and these thirty games <laughs> for way less than one hundred ninety dollars. Uh, no, no. You don't think no. so? Um, with the thirty games, well, I mean, the commons are in there. There's a couple ones that are kind of hard to get, but I mean, you're looking at, I think. A NES right now, uh, standard NES at a, at, a, at a retro store. Last time I checked, was sixty bucks. Um, you're looking really? at probably yeah. You're looking at between two and five dollars per title, and you got thirty titles to get. I'm amazed that yeah, yeah that 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 console is going for so much. Is and it, is it is it just nearing the point of rarity at this point that that's driving the price back up? Uh, no, I mean it's, it's just um, yeah, between thirty and sixty. I mean, you get an open one, beat the hell or whatever like that. But I mean, yeah, sixty bucks is like n- near new. That's actually gonna work. You know, take it apart and clean it and shit like that. Okay. Um, but we're also talking. Then you have to go find all these games and and you know shipping and you know incur. Right. Pro- I mean, you're probably gonna have like a three hundred dollar experience here with time. If you, even a minimal wage, you take time, the hour okay. it takes to do it. And we're talking about like people in, in, in America, Charlie. I want it now. I want it to go boom, boom, boom. Um, oh, I can just sla- swipe my credit card and it'll in- instantly appear? Oh, good. Like, this will shut my kids up? Beautiful. Great. I can play it too? Awesome. At 60 bucks. Done. What, $380? Whatever. Sure. Great. <laughs> yeah, you have so. you have a good point. So, um, so yeah, uh, that I think is the actual headline of the story. Nintendo has a has a wildly mm-hmm. successful console again, and uh, before the Switch came out, good job, guys. Um, so yeah, that's, and uh, and the key word there is again, it's the NES again. Yeah, uh, we're starting over. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our uh, that's uh, that's our okay. news for the week. And so, um, I hope they come out the Super Classic. A classic super. I mean, the, that, the, that would, the, the, at this point, be, at yeah, this point, it like seems boof, it would seem silly not to because this is clearly a, there's 
clearly a, imagine, dem- a demand for this. Yeah. Imagine like a a, a mini sixty four with thirty games on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like I a to go, good Nintendo sixty four game on that one. Yeah, so, yeah. I might have a mini uh, collection of retro games to go with my regular size ones. Yeah, that's. Um, <laughs> I, if they if they don't do that, they're silly. It seems like at this point, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so yeah. This week for our, our, our feature in our mailbag, we basically wanted to talk about sequels because it is November, and so it is sequel season. Um, and with all the sequels that are coming out, it just oh, seemed like yeah. it was a, it would be a good idea to case, talk about case in point. Sequels. We already talked about me playing a sequel and you getting a sequel Tuesday. <laughs> We're yeah, deep sure. in sequels this year. So um, so so uh, p- part of my first question on this go we've already answered is mm-hmm. is um do uh. Um, is no, you said that Forza Horizon Three was the best racing game you'd ever played. Um, does that no, also of, of, of the series of the of the series open the world game ever? Oh, oh, it, okay. best I best just, open world of that genre? Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, so like the okay, Need for so, Speeds and all that stuff. So so. What would you say, Goat? That, that is mm-hmm. one of the best. Are some, some of the best sequels that you've ever played? Let's see. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 on NES. When it went to the oh. side scroll, beat him up. Better than the original, yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Super Mario Land 2, the six coins on Game Boy, where you get the rabbit ears. Call. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's a great game. Um, let's see. What other good ones that really stick out in my head that everybody's like, you know, I, I play a lot of weird shit. So, like, everybody's like, oh, you know, the, the, I mean, obviously, Mega Man 2 through 6, we can go that route. Zelda 2 through God knows what. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 2 through, what, what are we on, 55 now? 600? Well, I don't know. So, all the- okay, okay <laughs> so, so the... We, when we asked this question, we should have clarified a couple things, and that's mm-hmm. we were looking for actual sequels, not like you just want specifics. Yeah, yeah, you want specifics. So, like, yeah, I'd say not, like Final Fantasy six would be my favorite, or nine. Sorry, Final Fantasy right. nine would be my favorite out of that franchise. Okay. Um, um, and honestly, well, for sequels, like, um, uh, what was the one? Uh, son of a bitch! I just had it, and it's gone. Damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I'll come back to come back to it. More, more what I was gonna say is that we were mm-hmm. looking for more sequels and not just iterations in a series. So, like the Final Fantasy 15 games or the Final Fantasy series mm-hmm. of games, I would not call those sequels except for Final Fantasy 10 2 and Final Fantasy 13 2. Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah, 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 I get you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess that would be franchises. Link, Link, or Zelda would be franchises. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, those are like when mm-hmm. basically everything in each version is different than the last one. I would not call mm-hmm. that a sequel in in the same regard as what we were trying to get okay. into. Um, well, Grand Theft Auto Five. That's that's a great sequel. We can all agree on that, can we? Um, uh, that sort of falls in between, I guess, what we were just talking about because it's. I, oh, I yeah, guess, I guess it's, in it's the same world, but it's a new yeah. t- it's a new town, but it's the same game style. Yeah, I guess I call that a sequel though because it's. I'm uh, maybe not. 
Yeah, you're looking more, for direct sequels. That's that's more of so an like, yeah. So like Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. That that's a direct yeah, sequel. Exactly, exactly. Which was a good and sequel. Like, like the and like the Bioshock series, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. So never that played that. that. Yeah. So well, well, well so yeah. Three, so that being three. said, I would I would say that um, um, the, the the two ones from recent years that immediately come to my mind is Mass Effect Two. I. I, I Mark, I swear to God, <laughs> I was going to say that before you just put that in the chat room. Mass that Effect was amazing 2. timing. <laughs> um, uh, Mass Effect Two was definitely better than the first for me, mainly because you didn't because no Mako. I mean, God help that stupid thing. Um, and then um, uh, in Bioshock, also Two was sort of a step sideways for me. Like it's um, you know they it didn't have the big plot twist that the first game had in it, but a lot of the game mechanics were kind of similar ish. But of course, Infinite. I believe is you know vastly superior than mm. the prior games. Personally, um, I know that there are some people who don't agree with that, and that's okay that you're wrong. Um, but <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Um, aside from that, um, the I, mean, I know somebody else said this. See, and, uh, hmm? I, I have one in that same vein. No, um, everybody hated Fable Three, but I think it was the best of the series. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like two the most, if I remember correctly. I'm really? Having, I'm having trouble remembering the back on all the Fable games. Three um, was the one where you halfway became king and you had to like actually be king for that the back half of the game. Which is the one that had the really awful ending? That would be two. That is my the worst. I must be thinking the worst three. ending to date. Yeah, the worst ending yeah. to date where a dude gives you a firm handshake and a pat in the butt and you're over. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. two. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I would agree. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fable 3, definitely the best. I just said like the fact that you, you hit that. The other two were always like, well, then you're king at the end of the game. And I'm like, well, what happens is king? And Fable 3 answered that question because halfway yeah. through the game, you become king. And I was like, yep. oh, okay, I can deal with this. This is kind of cool. <laughs> yep, nope, definitely agree. Um, okay, so so that, that those are some games that we, that we think were good sequels. Now, mm-hmm. what do you think are some sequels that were not as good? As the original, what do you think? Terrible sequels. sequels? Yeah. Ah man. Well, I have a reverse of that. Okay. Uh, so Need for Speed Pro Street was like their their attempt at like the Forza uh, simulation world, right? Okay. Because like Grand Turismo's come out and Forza, and then Need for Speed was like, "Oh, we could do a simulator," which you can't. You're an arcade racer. But Pro Street came out and it was horrible. I mean, like almost unplayable, horrible. The second one came out, and they completely turned it around to where it was actually a decent game. Okay. Anything else? Uh, anything else come to mind? Um. Let's see. On the other side of that, what was the terrible sequel that came? The game was decent. Uh, Bayou Billy Two, travesty. Bayou Billy um, Two. What is that? Yeah, that's a Ness. Remember Bayou Billy, where you had the, the it went up the up the screen, and every other third level was the shoot. You had the gun in for the second player because you had sh- shooting range levels. You were no. like the little like uh, crocodile Dundee dude. No, I missed uh, I missed that one. Oh wow, yeah, the second one you you, you, you lucked out. <laughs> okay, all right, well noted. <laughs> um, so I, I can tell you the first one that comes to my mind is Force Unleashed Two. Hmm. Um, for uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed Two, those. just uh, the the first one was excellent. Really, mm. one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. Um, the the second one, Force Unleashed Two, uh, and and this is a relatively popular opinion, is that it just. Mm. Um, I mean, it's literally the it entire half. It's it was it felt very rushed, and literally the entire like almost the entire second half of the game was you just revisiting worlds from the first half of the game. Like oh. it was just super, it was just super 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 lazy. Um, 
Um, and then um, I know that in its um, at least in its initial iteration, I know Final Fantasy fourteen was sort of a spiritual successor slash sequel to Final Fantasy um, uh, twelve. Right? Was were those are the two online ones? Um, and eleven. So I, yeah, the eleven. Oh, right. Eleven. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because um, twelve was the dress, uh, the dress to impress one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that was ten. Wasn't and the sequel to 10, 10 2, were were you were to play dress up? Yeah, I don't know. I just remember 11, 11 and fourteen were online. I know that for. I a like fact. that. I like <laughs> that you're thinking of Final Fantasy ten two, and you're calling it, calling it Final Fantasy twelve. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. <sighs> There's too many of them. That's we're on Final Fantasy seven thousand. Like okay, nobody cares anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, just buy the car. Yes. Um, to the point where they basically had to scrap the entire game and start over. Like it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Fantasy, uh, speaking of Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, Ooh, speaking of bad sequels, uh, Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, that yeah, absolutely. I think that takes the cake in terrible sequels. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Um, and then a lot of the a lot of the heretic. Or not heretic ID games like uh, Heretic Two, it, 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 they they I don't know they did it I don't know why um like Quake started falling off after like two <laughs> yeah uh, Mark in the chat room says Final Fantasy Ten mm-hmm. to dress the kill yeah pretty much oh um, yeah uh, one might say every single Sonic game that came out in the last ten years um has been a especially Boom mm-hmm. well yeah especially Boom uh, um. Um, now here's kind of a controversial one. Go, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what you see about this. Super Mario Brothers Two. Um, where do you think that falls in the in in the? I'll, oh. just, I'll just say the original NES Super Mario games. Like, where do you think um, that ranks? That is. So this is a weird one. You're right. Um, it. I'd say it's the worst one. Given the other ones involved, because it broke the mold and it like it sure. was just so. Weird, like I love it. It's great, but it's 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 so weird from one and three. You know, it's kind of like that 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 bastard middle child, but you don't talk about them. <laughs> yeah, but they're really intelligent. And they're artistic. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I, I'm 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 with you there. Like it was so different. Like you can't really be mm-hmm. compared just because of how different it is. But yes, yeah. in in terms of all of them, I definitely agree that um it was. Uh, uh, I, mm-hmm. I agree with Mark in the chat room. Found, uh, Super Mario Brothers three was the best in the original. Any- no, it's timeless. Absolutely, um, it's still it's still that in world. Those are my the two that are timeless. They're both on my 3ds, and they both still play great. And I still cuss at them like I did when I was ten. Yep. <laughs> now, on the same vein, um, Zelda two Adventure of Link. What do you think about that one? That one, well, see, that's another weird one where it was so early in the franchise that we didn't know what the hell was going on, and neither did Nintendo. So. There was a lot of shots in the dark in 86 after they were like, fuck, this works. Uh, we didn't, didn't really plan on that. Uh, <laughs> let's make another one. Yeah. <laughs> and they just kind of had this board, I think, in the room, and they were just throwing darts. And they were like, all right, uh, dude goes after chick in this place. Okay, write it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, another... Um Another another sequel that uh, comes into mind is Perfect Dark Zero. Um, you know, oh one my. of the uh, Xbox 360 launch titles, if I remember correctly. Um, I think so too, yeah. Yeah. It was much better on, on 64. 
Well, the yeah, the original Perfect Dark was excellent, and then just mm -hmm. some something happened in the development of of Perfect Dark Zero that turned it into complete shite. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of some other like pinnacles that really like like threw the whole world up in the air. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I mean, like, and good or bad or both. Are you still are you still trying to think about? I mean, both. I mean. Yeah, you know, I mean, some good ones, obviously, Assassin's Creed. Those are considered sequels, right? Because they're all intertwined. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, those are absolutely sequels yeah. to each other. Um, oh, so, actually, yeah, there, there you go. There, There's a fantastic roller coaster ride in terms of oh, wow. quality. It's like, there we go. There we go. Darcy's just throwing them out here. We got Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> so we got uh, Tony Hawk 2. Tony Hawk 2 is fine. Back off, Tony Hawk 2. <laughs> Tony Hawk 5 so, so, so. is junk. <laughs> So looking at the course of like the Assassin's Creed series, because the Assassin's Creed mm. series is, 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 is literally a roller coaster ride in terms of quality. It's like mm. the original Assassin's Creed, you, 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 you like started here. It was just like, mm. it was meh. And then Assassin's Creed, you know, two, and then moving through the, you know, the Ezio games, just got better and better and better and better. Yeah. And then they went to Assassin's Creed three. And we know you're. And, and it just yeah. turned into we, absolute and total crap. If, if, if you want to hear Charlie's, uh, very discerning review. I'd look up that episode. <laughs> it was almost it was tears. Completely professional. It was almost tears. It was almost tears. It was like somebody hit his dog and brought him to the brought, brought him to the front door and went, "You owe me twenty bucks for my car." <laughs> you know what? Coming off of that, I don't think we've talked about this, uh, uh, but I think I have an idea for next week's show. I'll, I'll bring that up when we get to later. Well, I'm not hitting car um, with my car. Absolutely not. Oh well, there goes. Used to. There goes my hopes and dreams. Um, but no, the and then this is around the time where the Ubisoft like quality issue like was basically brought to light, and so like they went to like the next you know Assassin's Creed games to just start like mm -hmm. depending on who you talk to, they basically went up or down. Like Black Flag was pretty good, and then the you know the couple after that were kind of bleh, and then I mm -hmm. guess they've been getting better in the last couple, but I haven't played them yet, so I can't speak to them. But um, yeah, I mean that's. The Assassin's Creed series, I would definitely say, contains both excellent examples of sequels getting better, as well as mm -hmm. examples of sequels getting much worse. Assassin's Creed yes. 3. Um, <laughs> no syndicate. The, oh, that, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that, was, that, that was game you great. played for like two weeks and went, why did I even get this from Gamefly? Like, what? Game for like two minutes. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that was a game I very happily Gamefly <laughs> and sent back very quickly. That was not good. Uh, was it worth the plastic it was printed on? <laughs> uh, barely. Um, it was good for a coaster, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's been a couple of those, but they weren't sequels. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of at the end of this, though, because I mean, we've hit all the high points and a lot of the low points, let's be honest. Yeah... I think you're probably right there. We could probably go on for quite some time about this one. So, uh, but just so off off the cuff, those are some of the ones that that we can mm -hmm. definitely think, definitely think of. But we were much more interested in what you guys thought, and so our uh, let's move go ahead and move on mm -hmm. to the mailbag. Um, so our mailbag question for you folks was, as we mentioned before. Uh, do, 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 do stalling for time as a pull uh, up Facebook. Hey, group. wait! Oh. While we're stalling for time, we can bring up that there that the the reason we brought this up, and it's not really the reason. I'm going to lie my ass off here, but mm -hmm. is because Red Dead Redemption Two is coming out, and like well, that, that everybody's into this, yeah, a buzz about uh, 
you know, wild, wild west, Westinghouse. You know what else we forgot to say? What? Wow, we are I, terrible people. Uh, I don't know. We should have maybe, possibly mentioned Witcher Three, the like game of the year for everyone last year. Well, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I can't speak to it because I didn't play it. Um, and then but, I mean, you've seen the accolades. <laughs> oh, Metal Gear. There's there's another series. Oh yeah, Jesus that, Christ, we suck at this. For the, We're terrible people. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's okay. Um, <laughs> where the sequels have gotten, I, 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 it seems like the that's what's messed what, up, though. What you think about this? So we just mentioned a third game in a series, a, a fourth game in a series, and a fifth game in a different series. That's how far deep we are in needing a new IP developers. I think that that is like, definitely the biggest, the biggest like footnote to come out of this conversation is the fact yeah. that there are so many sequels. I mean, like I, I, we get it. We, we understand that new IPs are a risk. Um, look at Recore. I mean, like, you know, Recore was a, <laughs> a, a fantastic plan, you mm -hmm. know, to come out with a new IP that they could have done well, but it did not. Hey, and we did all right here because the other one that came out this year was quantum break. And that was phenomenal. I need to finish it still, but it was phenomenal. Oh yeah, you do have to get back to that. Um, but yeah, yeah no, it, it, yeah, no. We're certainly so, not saying that 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 fifty percent ain't a bet. <laughs> no, you know, um, you know, but so, but like I was saying, it's it, it's not that it's not that. Um, understand that new IPs are a risk for developers because you're definitely rolling the dice as to whether or oh, not yeah. if, if it doesn't do bad, you're going to lose a crap ton of money. Mm -hmm. um, if it doesn't do good, and, uh, so, if it doesn't so do bad, they're going to make it. a lot. <laughs> Well, but yes, but it's a gamble. Oh, yeah. like, when it comes to sequels, they're much less of a gamble is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Um, it's definitely safer to work with if it isn't broke, not fixing it, than it is to reinvent the wheel and pray to God it rolls. <laughs> and, and also, it's, it's safer to make something for an existing fan base as opposed to trying mm -hmm. to garnish a new fan base. Oh, so yeah. we get it. But developers, please, more new IPs. Please. please we're we're just drowning. I'd like, honestly, I'd like to know how many games in 2016 that came out that were sequels i i want to say it's close to 20 it's got to be it's got to be everything we've said this year has got a number behind it that isn't an indie title yeah i, I would i would say percentage wise i would say that easily 60 to 70 percent of the releases yeah. this year major releases this year were yeah. a sequel um almost all the triple a titles i want to say were sequels like just cause what three yeah everything i man yeah because I mean, technically, Madden and those sports games are technically sequels. Well, those those are purpose. iterations, but yeah, yeah, I hear. Yeah, you. but for this um, purpose, so I I I'd honestly say probably eighty percent. I would say eighty percent of the AAA titles that came out this year were sequels. I I would say safely sixty to seventy. I could see eighty, yes, but um, it's ridiculous. Not a, that's not a number I want to look up because I don't want to be depressed. No, yeah, no, but it's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, but uh, so developers, please more original IPs is what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Anyways, moving on to the mailbag. Um, so our question yeah. was, um, it's false. You know what that means? It's it's sequel season. So what are some of the best video game sequels you have ever played? Um, now I made the mistake of not asking people to say why. So unfortunately, I just have basically lists of games from some people, but, which is um, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but so Mitch Tayo said uh, Assassin's Creed two and four. Um, so because, uh, <laughs> skipping three. Yes, yes. Why is um, my sir? Theft Auto three, Saints Row four, Portal two. That's that's a good. That's an excellent sequel. Um, Half Life two and uh, Batman Arkham City. Mm, yeah, how was um, Half Life three? Oh, 
it's too soon, goat. Um, <laughs> and then he he added on basically anything that understands what a sequel is supposed to do. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Matt Rivera basically says that his list is similar to Mitch's. And then Mitch also then hopes that he can add Dishonored 2 to his list of excellent video game sequels. Oh, I'm yeah. I forgot to There's another one. Another fucking game. With, God, it's like, that's like five sequels this month. Yep, yep. Um, and then Matt, is, uh, Matt Rivera also says that Final Fantasy six, 5, 6, 7, and 9, uh, skipping over 8, it seems, were excellent sequels in his book. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then over on the... So that was in the Players Club over on our actual page. Our Facebook page. We, I believe, got some responses. Um, we have two responses here. One from uh, Jeffrey Michael, who says Mass Effect 2 and 3, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, uh, Deus Ex Invisible Ooh. War, and Modern Warfare 2. Now, see, that's interesting because I've heard hmm. um, Invisible War, that was the old Deus Ex, right? That's not the new, the new rebirth of the series, right? I've heard some people say that Invisible War was not a good series. That was the that. last one, right? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Because we're on, uh, are we? Te- we're technically on Deus Ex three, four, right? Four. Four. Oh my god! There were the Why? two old school ones, and then oh yeah, Invisible War was the old one. That that one came out in 2003. Um, uh, Jeffrey, I'm interested. I'm curious that you say that that one's a good sequel because in some of the just because just in doing research and just sort sort of remind myself about some things, I looked up some. Um, um, mm-hmm. Some uh, some like you know bad and good sequel lists, and a lot of people. It seemed, if I remember correctly, I thought I saw Invisible War popping up on more bad sequel lists than good. So it's it's interesting that you listed among one of the better ones. But the, but good, I'm glad you liked it. Um, and Modern Warfare Two, um, I'll agree. Modern Warfare Two was better than Modern Warfare One. Wait, wait which one was Modern Warfare Two? Is that the Russian one? Uh, that was the. I think that was the no Russian one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I think three is the one with the Russians. I liked. The controversial one. <clears throat> I think that was no, that was two. I was two. two. Uh, that was two. Okay, yeah, was the no Russian one. Okay, then that's the one I like. Yeah, no, I when I, I'm sorry. Forever. When I say when I, when I say no Russian, that was the name of that level that we're that, we, that we're talking about. No Russian. So yes, that was the that was the one. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot they had yeah. names on them. I just called it the you know the oh level. <laughs> <laughs> And then Brian Lesser says Mega Man X2 and X3. Apparently, he liked better than Mega, wow. Man, Mega Man X. Um, wow. So, yeah, cool. Well, I um, mean, that's, that's interesting for a fighting guy that he liked X2 and X3. I don't think that that's all that he plays. Don't um, ruin my dreams. <laughs> um, and then I believe John asked a real, real quick, just as I'm scrolling here. This is this 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 is this this is your next president of the United States, Jonathan Santiago. Yeah, Santiago Senator, right Senator, this, don't this, don't. Se- no, too much. No, okay, Senator, Senator Santiago. <laughs> that way he can be getting SS. State House represent, re- representative Santiago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, um, I believe he I believe he asked and got some response to this on his page. So I'm just trying to scroll through his his uh semi busy crap here. His um, crap. It's all crap. <laughs> that, that's that's mean and rude. Goat. 
Um, so he got one response. Ben Blankenship says, um, I think that should also include whether or not the sequel is just a rehash or a game all on its own, which is kind of what we talked about at the top here. Mm -hmm. There are also series, and if that would be more of a sequel or an expansion, take the Assassin's Creed games, for instance. AC is about Altair in the Crusades. AC 2, Brotherhood and Revelations are the story of Ezio and so forth. Yes, but there is a consistent plot line that flows through all those Does games. It, so I would call hey, all of those sequels for Don't sure. they kind of like do that whole like Desperate Housewives thing where like they all intertwine goat i don't watch desperate housewives but apparently you do so uh that's new that's a lie no no that's it's not I, is it on that's plex no lie. it isn't um but uh let's see here uh, he oh, continues yeah. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh different people in different settings of the same world same concept yes but again there is a consistent plot that flows through yeah. all those. So I would absolutely call those games. If sequels. they link, they're considered lequels. Leak yeah. Lequels. There we go. Lequels. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Chrono Cross is the sequel to Chrono Trigger w mm -hmm. with a few elements to tie it together, yet unique as a standalone. Yes. The Chrono Cross, uh, the Chrono games, as well as the Final Fantasy games, I would say are more of a iterations or series than sequels. Mm -hmm. So yes, I would Well, they've there. also said that too, where it's, it's a different game and a different world every time. It's just, it's linked by the franchise name. Right, right. <laughs> uh, Halo and Call of Duty are really more of just the same multiplayer first-person shooters on different maps. But Halo, again, does have a consistent story that flows through all games. So mm -hmm. Call of Duty less so, kind of. Like, different characters will make really. cameos in later ones. But yeah. Um, and then there are yeah, sports games. Yeah, those, those are kind of sequels. So, so, so Ben was just critiquing the question. He didn't actually provide any answers. So thanks anyways, Ben. <laughs> um, but uh, That's fine. But yeah, that so works out. Then we do have a um, email from the wonderful Songbird, and Songbird writes in and says, "Dear Technotronicron Goat and Fallon Flynn, so um, mailbag answer. Some sequels I love are Mario Party Two. That's the that's the one you lead off with Mario Party Two. I, wow, I just what? because Mar the Mario Party Jeez. are friendship matters. So yeah, um, and two is kind of rough, but it's Songbird. We've she she she's off. She plays by her own rules." We know this. <laughs> uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Kingdom Hearts 2, and Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Uh, oh, Uncharted, there's, there's a good series. There is a series oh, that absolutely, yeah. absolutely, with every iteration, got better and better and better. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, mm -hmm. that is a great example of sequels doing better than the previous mm -hmm. one, for sure. And it ended. Um, however, my most favorite of all is, oddly enough... I'm sorry. This has to be a typo. She says... Her favorite sequel is, oddly enough, is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. What? Um, okay. I, I just not what I expected. Um, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no judgment whatsoever. I haven't played the game, so I can't speak to it. Just, just it's very curious to see that at the top of your list, Songbird. Um, she says that, considering I never owned any Sonic game until that came to the GameCube. Um, speaking of which, I did finally manage to get a Shadow of the Hedgehog Joyride figure. I mentioned that a while ago as a gaming merchandise I've always wanted to get because I couldn't when I was younger. Um, huh. Okay. Um, Songbird, I'd love to know why you like Sonic Adventure 2 Battles so much. Um, however, I do have... I, I, well, no I'm, no, I'm curious to know what, what, what she liked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, the, um, to say if I'm reading what you what you what you put in the email correctly, if it was the first Sonic game you played, um, of its 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 predecessor to compare it to, I'm just curious. As, I'm especially curious as to why this is at the top of your list. Um, but 
uh, more information about that, please, just because I'm, I'm very curious. Um, okay, congratulations, uh, Songbird. You've spun Charlie's gears out yet again on this show. <laughs> you, you, Songbird, you are literally the only person that can do this to me. I want to make sure you understand <laughs> that. Um, but she continues. Um, if you're wondering, no, I did not get an NES classic. Um, I was Nobody livid. Did. She says, in all caps, um, I know you guys have probably hammered the nail uh, into the coffin, but I want you to watch a little bit of this video and try not to roll your eyes out of your sockets. Watch from six uh, minute 6 to minute 7.15. Um, uh, so I'm um, probably not going to take the time to do that because we're running a little long in the tooth here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is a apparently a commercial from ABC News from, uh, from 2020 from 1988. Um, okay, I, I lie. I am gonna bring this up because this is, I believe, is going to be upset because even after waiting all night, they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called Dragon Quest. Oh boy! In the U.S., it's mostly Mario that they want. The last Super Mario Brothers suit was just sold. Can I get upset? Well, they say, oh, can you take my name? Can you take my credit card, please? Can you do something? My kid wants it. His friend has it, and they're not friends anymore because he doesn't have it. All this makes me wonder, is the shortage real, or are they holding back supplies to increase the mystique? Oh, my God. It, but industry insiders say that's exactly what happened with their Cabbage Patch doll a few years ago. The company uh-huh. shipped fewer dolls to increase the excitement. Today, some people in the toy business suspect Nintendo's holding games back. And while videotaping in Japan, we Speaking did see plenty of the hard-to-get cartridges. Uh-huh. The company denies that it's holding back. Believe me, uh, creating a shortage of this kind was nobody's design, and uh, uh, it's just one of those combinations of dominion Whoa. that far exceeded uh, uh, our most optimistic wow. projections well. and an Okay, Songbird. Um, I, I I get why you asked us to look at that link. Um, mm-hmm. and yes. two uh, two things are proven. Two things have been proven. Yep. Um. So so yeah. I I don't know what to think. I don't know if I think that Nintendo would do that on purpose. I I, I you know what? I honestly do believe though. I don't believe Nintendo had any idea of the demand that was going to be for this thing. I don't think they had any I, clue. Um. I want to say. That and, and and hang on to your hat there, Charlie. Cause you're not wearing one, but uh, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the positive part and think that uh, Nintendo was like, hey, we'll put this novelty thing; it'll be fun. You know, a couple people will buy it, not a big deal. And then everybody and their sister wanted it, and they were like, oh, we weren't prepared for this because why would anybody want this thing? <laughs> I think it's, I think it's less why would anybody want this thing. It was more why do so many people want this? Yeah, thing? Well, same idea. Um, yeah, like well, um, we, we we figured a couple thousand people would be like, oh, they're gonna put it on my shelf, and then a couple million people are like, that'd be awesome. And they're like, what? Why all of a sudden? What? What the hell, guys? What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, I I, I agree. I, th- I think we're saying the same thing. I don't think Nintendo had any clue it was going to be this possible, this this popular. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's crazy sauce. Um, so Songbird continues. Um, so with the Wii U slowly going out of production, will this make the console more valuable, either in retailer stores or secondhand market? Do you know anyone who's more interested in it now after this news came up? I'm going to say no to both questions. Um, go. Do you do you have a, a different um, opinion there? There's the. I mean, the market market's so flooded right now. We won't see any kind of price hike or like nostalgia for these things for another probably five to seven years. Um, and I mean, if you have one, you have one. I mean, I'm, I'm more interested in getting one now, but that's because I know when the switch comes out, it's going to go down to like a hundred bucks. So 
I don't I don't see it going up. I see it going down to get off of store shelves. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I think they're going to get clearance out at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I could definitely see some people, especially people with families that are on tight budgets. Like if if the when the price if slash when the price drops, like mm-hmm. to get it off of shelves, I can see then those mm-hmm. people saying yes, we're going to go now because you know. Well, uh, those are also the people who just bought their Wii and Xbox 360 two years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't personally think I know any of those people, except for maybe John, because I know he doesn't have one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like any- me and John will probably go out together, arm in arm, skipping, oh, right. buying our cheap Wii U's. <laughs> please, please record a video of that, should that happen. Um, but of course. <laughs> and then so uh, Sombra concludes with a question. Uh, let's say by this time next year, we're all playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, what random things would you hope you're able to talk about because they're in the game? Uh, Horse breeding. Mm-hmm. All right, that's okay. Um, How cool would it be to be able to like breed horses and like make custom horses? Custom. Um, I don't think you understand how breeding works, but okay. <laughs> um, but I'm saying like you right. take two horses, you make another horse, you raise. It'd be kind of fun. I mean, it's just you're on a farm. What else do you have to do with your time? Maybe like uh, hatching eggs, you know, kind of like that kind of thing. Maybe maybe some like Fallout crap in there, you know, right. some some collecting and uh, daily chores. Okay, um, I would like to see not not a lot of mind you, but just just a little bit. I would like to see like I would like you know since since presumably we're moving forward in time. Um, I would like mm-hmm. to see um, you know just a little bit of technology innovations there, not not to the point where there's like cars or anything like that. Um, may, maybe I suppose at the very most to like. Well, you'd be steam locomotives would be at the time period you're in. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, that. Yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, right. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not super clear on at least my memory is not super clear on the time period that Red Dead Redemption took place in. I think it was uh, mid 1800s. Okay, so yeah, and I think this is going towards the late 1800s. So you would be right at the cusp of the uh, Industrial Revolution. Okay. So so yeah, um, I guess really as far as technology is concerned. Um, I guess maybe some fancier guns um, to 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 whatever extent the time period would allow um, mm-hmm. in trains like cool. that. But as, as, aside from that, um, that would you would get a Colt forty five at that point. Um, aside from that, um, I mean it's it's a weird question to ask, right? Because you know one of the things that was so charming about Red Dead Redemption is is how limited they had to be because of the time period they put it in. Mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah, it really is. It really is sort of like the anti Grand Theft Auto in a lot of things. It's like mm-hmm. you can't just go anywhere and do anything. Like you, you can go anywhere on foot and go anywhere by horseback, and that's you know, stagecoach, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if 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 you're asking me, Songbird, if you're asking me me this question about like a Grand Theft Auto game, I'd be like, I want to go to space, and I want I want lasers, and I want all this. I kind of want a Saints Row game. That's beside the point. Um, <laughs> so, but my answers are greatly limited by the time period um and that's why she asked questions like this charlie you were the only one that can do this to me <laughs> it, it's wonderfully that's why infuriating she, you gave me that weird thing like how fun would it be like breed horses and like and like uh have your own farm yeah and like beat then man 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 you know man your own farm go out milk your cows whatever you know feed the pigs like you know, stupid shit like that oh that's stupid shit but things that would 
you would do in that time period because hey look at that the bacon literally is growing in your backyard you probably should feed it no, i think i think you actually just handed me my answer um i think <laughs> if they ex in the same way that fallout 4 they expanded into being able to like mm -hmm. build your house and like do all that yeah. and, like build your town uh having that would be kind of cool actually kind of building a mini farm simulator into mm -hmm. into the game in, in that respect and then you could get income from you know now, from, now you get you know, it yeah, now we're no, on the same yeah, page. No. You give me this weird blank stare. I'm, I, I, I apologize, and I'm right there with you now. I, 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 I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, yes. And um, yeah, so, so kind of going to like the world building aspect of um, being mm -hmm. able to like build a farm, maybe multiple farms, and like hiring farmhands or, and like yeah, and then moving on and maybe having like a general store in town and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah like the like the entrepreneur yeah. side of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I, I think that'd be great. Um, which I, which I kind of thinking about where they've gone with Grand Theft Auto, I'm sort of now expecting a little bit because you can like in Grand Theft Auto, you can like, you, know, you can buy all those buildings and there's that economy yeah. aspect of it in there. And, um, so it, it makes a lot oh. of natural sense for that to be in. And you could totally turn into an outlaw because they have the, the dirty crime boss in, in Grand Theft Auto. So you can probably do like totally be like an outlaw with yeah. your band of hoodlums and go rob places and shit. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which then uh, my next answer would be, you know, some some great multiplayer experiences. I think would be Red Dead Online. Yeah, no, I, w we have to assume that's coming. Um, yeah, that'd be a thing that'd be fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, anything else, Goat, that you can think of? Um, I don't know. I mean, if they go more towards that, and like if they do, like Grand Theft Auto Wild West, would be much better because the first one I I liked, but it got really boring because it was so slow. Like, and it's not their fault. It was literally the time period's fault because yeah. well, a horse only goes so one horsepower isn't exactly like breaking the bank here on getting places. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so if they put a little bit more more to do and more to like, you know, kind of like uh, distract me from that aspect, I'd be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Sombert, I believe that those are our answers. Thank you for your email. Um, I'll see if I can poke John for some answers next week because I'm kind of curious what he has to say to some of these things. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I just so, want to poke John. Uh, that's, this is true. I haven't seen the guy. I really want that. Um, so, um, thank you, Sombert, for your email. Thank you for everybody else who replied to our mailbag segment. Um, mm -hmm. Goat, do you have anything coming up you'd like to share with these fine folk? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm doing, I got, uh, like I said, just getting back to the screws, getting shit done, writing in the studio. Um, Collision Con is coming up for villains. Um, I, by proxy, am involved in that because, well, I said yes. Um, fool. Eh, whatever. It keeps me, it keeps me polished. I like setting up stages. Call me crazy. Um, yeah. and then just to remind then, folks, uh, Collision Con is November 25th through 27th. So Thanksgiving Day weekend. Um, in Black Blue Friday is when we go, we go down. Hill, <laughs> Illinois. Yes, at the Indian Resort something or other. <laughs> Hyatt, I think. It's at, uh, in, um, oh, in the, oh, Indian Lakes Resort. There we go, Indian Illinois. Lakes. There we go, Indian Lakes. Indian, what, oh, I said Indian, it's close enough. <laughs> I said Indian Hills. I, I, think this is, I think this is where we had our prom. Is it? I think so. Huh. That's all a blur. That? That's all a blur. Um, I think it is. Anyways, um, it sounds familiar. We did it at some Indian place. Because I remember being really pissed off that there weren't actual Indians there of any type. Of course you. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so yes, Collision Con, Bloomingdale. Uh, yes. yes. Um, no Indians. Uh, no, no Indians. <laughs> so that's about all I got going on. It's 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 a lot. Of, I'm going back to like. 
Iron Curtain stuff. Of uh, there's a lot of wheels turning, mm-hmm. a lot of wheels turning for 2017. None of which I could talk about quite yet. <laughs> All right. Um, on my side of things, um, I very much look forward to playing video games again. Now that, now that, um, and drinking Hennessy by the case. What's that, sir? And drinking Hennessy by the case, apparently. You know what? That's funny. That's Jen. That, that's Jen Blake's stuff. <laughs> uh huh. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Hey, poor no, no, innocent. Really poor innocent Jen Blake. Poor anyway, innocent Jen Blake. I'm not gonna say there's not liquor in here, but this is not a box of Hennessy. Um, just as a reminder, folks, as some programming notes. Um, Gamerhead Radio is expecting. Um, not 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 as yet 100% confirmed because we haven't gotten word, but. Um, we are expecting to be doing a live recording um, the week before Christmas at Con Alt Delete, bum, bum, bum. Um, which we assume will be the weekend of six, uh, December 16th through 18th. So if you're planning on being at Con Alt Delete, please uh, keep a lookout at what will hopefully be our live show recording time there. And then we are going to be taking um, the the Sunday the 25th as well as Sunday, January 1st off um, because of the holidays. <laughs> both fall on holidays and we have learned in the past that just trying to do uh, shows on like the week of christmas let alone the day of christmas is just it's no. just too hard so um so we're, we're two, two people with families not gonna happen yeah yeah <laughs> um so so we're gonna be taking both of those weeks off in a row i'm going to maybe see if i can throw together like a best of but i'm not promising anything because we also have that worked out last year um no and then um, we will be back um, after after the break um, for episode 199 on um, uh, presumably on January 8th, and then episode 200 will be the weekend of January 15th, uh, like 13th, 14th, 15th, somewhere in there. And we are looking for venues to have it at a place where people can get to. Um, we know we want to have it in kind of like the near suburbs, like not like straight up downtown, but not so far away that it, that that you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, public transit people would have a hard time getting to it. We're going to try and find a place that's close to like, you know, the, the like Metro or CTA or whatever. Dead um, smack between the city and the suburbs. That's what we're looking yeah. for. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So if you guys have, a, have any ideas for a venue that you think would be a good place to have our 200th episode at, please let us know. Um, not your house. Um, not, not your Def- house. Yeah, no. Not your house. A venue. <laughs> an, actual, an actual venue. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, aside from that, um, I think that pretty much covers everything this week. So for next, our, our mailbag question for next week and also our topic of discussion for the future is going to basically be the opposite of this show. So, um, where this week we were talking about sequels next week, we're going to be looking at talking about games that were single game entries, um, that, uh, that did not have a sequel or spinoffs or spiritual successors, really anything like that. Um, these are just games that they were just one and done. And um, we, we want to know uh, any that you think were excellent. Or if you, if you have, really the focus is going to be games you think were excellent that people should check out if they mm. haven't. But if you there's millions of crappy ones. <laughs> we, well, but specifically, if, if, you, if there mm. are any one and done games that were just awful that you think or that you, that you want to talk about for whatever reason, have at it. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but primar- our primary focus and is going to be. Um, I'll even. You think we're just Charlie. Crazy. I'll even up the ante though. If you if you yes. if you if you if you want to talk about oh, shitty man. one and done games, um, I will we'll, we'll play them because <laughs> I have most of the systems. <laughs> okay, they can't be that expensive to buy. They're crappy games. <laughs> well, yeah, but look, that you know that that's a good point. Okay, so uh, if okay, so so if if you have any that you want to challenge Goat to check out, um. <laughs> 
let us know what you think that those are going to be, and just uh, and uh, he will see what he can do. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah. so that, that's going to be our mailbag question and our and our topic for next week. Um, but with all that being said, I believe that's everything for episode mm-hmm. 193 of Gamerhead Radio. If you've liked what you heard, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at facebook.com/gamerheadradio, at google.com/plusgamerheadradio, and on Twitter at gamerheadradio, where I am at tek Charlie Goat is at Sir Goatsworth, and John is at the Fallon Flynn. Uh, look forward to John rejoining uh, the show next week, uh, hopefully. Um, yeah, we should be back and, at full uh, battle stance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com uh, or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926gamer. Oh my god, the voicemail! We totally forgot about John's voicemail. Uh, I was just going to bring it up. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so let's see. So That's alright, I forgot about it until you said voicemail too. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> that- so we're going to do a little... So the audio version will have a little, little bit of cut and paste here. Um, but... Um, uh, we'll so, see. So, I kind of like I kind of like leaving it leaving it in the weird places. <laughs> so we'll, we'll check in with John real quick. Um, so uh, so so yeah. So so John left uh, little but the words mouth left us a voicemail this week. So let's go ahead and play this and see what John is up to. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn, I'm calling in to check in because I'm not on the show this evening. Obviously, as you've probably discovered by this point in the show. Um, for the Flynn Far. Um, I am in beautiful, actually literally beautiful southern uh, Illinois, Lebanon, Illinois, um, competing for school. Um, so I am unfortunately able to be on the show. But um, I'm also, let's see, let's do the short round here so that everybody knows what's up so that I'm not eating up all the voicemail time. Um, one, um, I'm fucking tired. Two, I'm really sick. I've been sick all week and I've had to talk all day, which is some bullshit. Um, three, um, I still managed to play some fucking video game. I had this crazy, stupid deal on Titanfall 2. I know I said I wasn't going to buy it, but Target did like an early Black Friday sale where you, if you did it through Thursday, you oh. can get Battlefield 1 or Titanfall 2 for $35 each. Uh, and I already had Battlefield 1, so I got Titanfall 2. Um, I've been playing the campaign for it. Campaign's pretty cool. Nothing like insane, but it's nice to see a Titanfall game with campaign very early in. Probably only two levels. They're kind of broken up like Halo levels, um, <laughs> where they kind of like name the chapter. Um, then let's see what else. Uh, been playing a bunch of them. Uh, Titanfall multiplayer. Had a good time playing that. Um, still fucking sucks compared to Titanfall One. Still mad at them. Um, it's gonna peter out. I can see why the game's not doing well, which makes me really sad. Maybe it'll get better with some DLC. It's just very thin. Um, and then let's see what else I play. Uh, some Rocket League. A little bit of Overwatch this week. Played um, uh, um, it, uh, your mom. I don't know. Fucking, I got nothing else, man. I think that's everything. That's did he just say he played my mom? He did. But um, yeah, um, I'll be back next week. That explains a lot. Our regularly scheduled buffoonery uh, to talk more about games. I'm gonna switch it up and play some, some different stuff this week. I'm getting a little tired of playing. Yeah, maybe play somebody else's mom. Story games. <laughs> but I uh, hope you guys are having a good time on the show tonight without me. Um, hope everyone's oh, yeah. watching is having a good time. Miss you guys, and I will be back next week to uh, fancy on video games ad nauseum until you guys just want me to get off the fucking show. Kind of like right now. So, uh, deuces. <laughs> you know, I, I think these children in his uh, debate camp have uh, changed him because uh, until he joined this, these, these hoodlums in this debate team, he never said deuces. Um, you know, I think you might be right on that. But, um, uh, <laughs> damn debate way. hoodlums. <laughs> uh, <coughs> quite possibly. Um, so yeah, John, can we, can um, we call the show debate hoodlums? <laughs> um, 
no, that doesn't really make any sense. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, once again, uh, looking yeah, looking forward to John uh, rejoining re- re- rejoining yeah. the lineup next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, but as I was saying, um, you can call and leave us a voicemail at nine four nine two six gamer, or you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio dot com. Um, 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 <laughs> Gamerhead Radio app from uh, uh, from the wow. Google Play Store on Android devices. Sorry, brain hemorrhage. Um, or you can subscribe on iTunes, um, uh, Stitcher Radio, um, uh, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Uh, I am very tired. I need to get some sleep. La- um, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie's RAM is low. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's accurate. Um, thanks for watching, listening, subscribing, uh, participating in the chat room, um, uh, doing all the things you guys do. Um, you guys have been great in the chat room tonight, sir. We haven't been able to respond to everything you guys have put in there. But um, Darcy, we hit Mark, the Dan... Uh, Dustin, you guys are, we, we, we read everything mm-hmm. you guys type and we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us every Sunday night. Um, and so, yes, we do do this show live um, every Sunday night, typically from 8 to 10 p.m. ish. Um, so, uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, once again, thanks for everything. This has been episode 193 of Gamerhead Radio. Cut and print. Love it. Yay. Thanks, Mark. That was that was gold. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and okay. you will be in the uh we'll put we'll put him somewhere in the episode. <laughs> well we, we we mentioned him a few times. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mark. Thanks, uh thanks, Cal. Thanks, Darcy. Thanks, uh Dan, Dustin, anybody who might still be watching. Not Dan. Um, Don't they, Dan. I'm tired. I'm tired of his Final Fantasy propaganda. <laughs> He is he is quite the Final Fantasy 15 hype machine. Um, oh, I just oh, seen him. I seen him last week. I seen him last week, and he walked in and he was like, "Have you heard about Final Fantasy 15?" I'm like, "Dude, when did you become an evangelical?" <laughs> pamphlets now. It's sick. Uh, apparently, it was Darcy that came up with that. So, thank you, Darcy, and thank you, Mark, for typing out Darcy's words.